poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, 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 my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad Wilson, and I'm joined by my co-host on Tactical Tuesday, Mr. Jonathan. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. How are you? Doing quite well. Doing quite well. Just, we haven't uh, addressed your background. This is the second week in a row. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, we moved. I, I moved in the past few weeks. And so I'm setting my office up and actually have some plans for putting together a YouTube studio and upping the production value of Tactical Tuesday. If, if you're listening on the podcast, we also have a YouTube version. And, you know, don't, don't go and look at it right now on YouTube because it's just not, not as sexy as, as it can be. But in a couple of months, it's gonna be gonna be nice. We're 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 really gonna start taking things seriously as it relates to YouTube. So that's kind of what's going on with the background. But right now, yeah, it's bare barren, nothing going on. But we got ideas, we got planning, we got a spreadsheet with a bunch of grocery items to go to go purchase. And um, yeah, I'm excited about the next couple of months. Cool. But for now, we have. Multi-way pots with fish. <laughs> oh, oh, multi-way pots with fish. Okay. <laughs> That's the theme today. Multi-way That's pots the theme with today. fish. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so with that being said, uh, I guess we can hop into the action. I've said it before, you know, I actually, this sort of language uh, of fish, you know, it, does it ever make you feel like a little uncomfortable, like just calling people fish? Like, it's it, like it, too, too derogatory, but like too, recreational is like, you know, that's the, that's the appropriate like is it i don't know like i've heard people say fun player right that seems like almost patronizing like that's that's worse than fish i think it's got to be worse than fish right like i think you know i I have a course called fish in a barrel which yeah i I like the name but i i think that over time my my language is probably going to change. Uh, I mentioned it before, but to, to the white belt language of, you know, just somebody who's very new, who hasn't really studied poker, right? Like just, I mean, it, some of the fish I play with though aren't, aren't particularly new. Well, <laughs> they haven't studied, they haven't learned, they haven't invested in and in becoming their best self as a poker player. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that inherently. I mean, some people like you don't care if they don't care, you don't care. Right. Like it's recreation. It's fun. So go for it. Um, but, I think the reality is, is like every single person who starts playing poker starts out as a fish. That's just the nature of it. That's just like, we are born poker fish. And over time we progress, we become better. And then, you know, we're still fish in a bunch of different nodes in the game tree, game tree, because poker is such a big game. Um, But eventually, you know, we just get better and then we start consuming the fish. Um, And yeah, so I, I think like, there is this like negative sentiment towards the word fish, but in my mind, we all started 
out as fish and on and various streets and various parts of the game tree we're still fish we, we still don't exactly know what to do and we're going to make blunders because we're unstudied so yeah uh, just something that I've, I've been thinking about you know we, we say fish and i know that like the there's a negative connotation because like i mean essentially what what you say when you say like fish wreck fun player even a white belt, right? What we're essentially saying is they're a losing poker player. They're going to lose money over their lifetime if they don't get their act together and you know learn some preflop strats, buy some courses by someone, possibly myself, with chasing poker greatness. If you're, oh, uh, this is how it all ties yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, it turns into a plug, but I mean, really, like, uh, just just wanted to like talk about that for a second because I, th- there are negative associations with the word, and I understand it. And yeah, I, I think that like, you just have to be okay with starting out level one as a noob, as a white belt, as a fish. And if you take it seriously, you'll get better. And that's, that's the whole point. It's about the journey and the progression. So with that said, we got uh, multi-way pots with a bunch of fish. Um, <laughs> What do you want uh, to call them, man? Hey, you, you went on this 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 spiel about, about no, no, no. I, I think fish no? is fine. Like at least now, okay. at least now, the listener, the watcher understands. You know the context in, w- in which I use the word, right? Like how I think of it. I, I don't. I don't look at it as like a. I mean, I don't look at it as this like terrible, terrible thing, right? It, it's just a way to label them in language, and so that everybody understands what's going on. Um, if you're listening, this is how you get invited into the good games, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually did have a moment of clarity because I, I, I when you said, what do you want to call them? Like, I, I almost had to effing idiots um, <laughs> just, just because I thought it would be funny. And also, I realized, like, I've had feedback, you know, that some people listen to the podcast in their car, like, with their kids. And so, trying to be a little cognizant of my language, but <laughs> for for... You're welcome. If that's you and you're listening right now, you're welcome. And also you missed out. You made everybody else miss out on one great joke. So <laughs> hope you're proud of yourself. Um, so break down the action. All right. So we're playing uh, 500 Zoom. The button opens to $12.50. He's probably not the fish. The small blind calls the $12.50. We can already probably start labeling this guy as as sure. the fish yep we have nines in the big blind nine of clubs nine of spades um first question here i think is um so facing just a, a standard button open and the small blind folds this would be a uh, pure three bet for me does the fish getting in there and the small blind change that for you at all does that make you want a three bet more does that make you want a three bet less um should we think about flatting more because uh we you know we'd like to get post swap with the fish where they're likely to make some pretty big mistakes or or should we just go ahead and and keep squeezing what, what's a very very good hand in this situation yeah just 75 just squeeze like that's okay. i don't really have any other thoughts you know i think just like there's no the small blind doesn't really change my thoughts about three betting with nines the hand is like way better than we need to three bet like so it makes it in our three bet range i don't think the small blind is like flatting with hands that dominate nines so yeah i just it it probably makes me want to squeeze a little bit more um but i'm definitely squeezing okay. yeah you go 65 button calls 
small blind calls. So we have a three-way. It's a party, three-way flop. Um, there's 195 at the middle. John's got 476, and everybody's all got about the same. So SPR is around like two and a half. You get a f- interesting flop, five, five, six, two hearts. Yeah, small blind checks. We got 195 in the middle, about SPR two, a little bit more than two. I would say before this situation that in this in this just general configuration where I flat, or sorry, I three bet preflop and get multiple callers that I check range. Yeah. <laughs> I got to this spot and I was like, I really don't want to check match. <laughs> yeah. This is like one of the hand. Well, this is like nines, tens, eights. You're like, hmm, I yeah. really don't want to just check and let four cards over-realize. So you sounds like you sort of somewhat agree with that or you don't you know like it's it's crazy to make like a, a kind of a strategic change for this specific portion of our range i don't i think betting makes a lot of sense here um just with the you know with the small blind in the mix too uh, i think that buttons probably going to be playing fairly face up and probably going to be tend to be more passive if you check to them with their like king queens king jacks ace 10 ace jack queen jack jack 10 type of hands so i mean yeah I, I think that like you should just bet and kind of play it from there yep <laughs> okay thanks thank god um so i do correctly or at least in your eyes correctly uh deviate from the normal plan which would be to check my my entire range here i stick out a third uh what do you think about the size i guess this is a situation that i'm rarely in because i'm checking range yeah um Size is fine. I think it's fine. I don't really, you know, I thought about going a little bit bigger. Um, but I think the size is fine. Okay. So we go small, about 63 into the 195, and the button does this. It makes it 216. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this to happen. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Uh, it just seems like a jam to me. Okay. I don't really know, like, I don't really expect it either, but, like, I don't really think a five is doing this with the small blind still in play. Like, it just seems like so, it seems way more likely that they have some sort of flush draw. Yeah. Like, fives draw. doesn't need to do anything extra to get the money in, right? Even, even facing this tiny bet. So, like, right. you know. They could just call. Maybe the small blind raises or calls. Like a lot of you yeah. know, good downstream things can happen. So you don't think that this is going to be a lot I, I, of trips or pocket yeah. sixes or something like, like ace that. five or sixes, right? Like I, I just don't think they have a lot of incentive to raise yep. here. And the hands that do have incentive to raise are flush draws and mm-hmm. potentially straight draws. Yep. The small blind folds, and we go ahead and stick the rest in. Nice. Um, and get called. Uh, turn ace river 10 11 in the middle he's gonna win this hopefully queen jack of hearts <laughs> Ooh, the eights you didn't even have to sweat that many outs yeah that's not a sweat <laughs> at all um well don't know if our analysis that the button was not a fish was <laughs> on point because that is quite quite the maneuver there just raise calling all in with eights 
You want to see what the small blindfolded? I don't know if we can get to if we can get to that, but that was just a, a random shocker. I don't uh, really know what to do with the small blind hand. Small blind's gonna have. I have no idea. Like, well, what am I, what am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Deuces or no, no. I, I was genuinely like, oh wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, for the podcast listener, um, flop was five five six. John had nines. Five five six. Two hearts. Two hearts. Villain had eight. The small blind had ace four of hearts and just folded, folded on the flop. My turn ace. Woo. My goodness gracious. How did you win this hand? That <laughs> a, that's a miracle that, that you somehow won this pot. Like it is. If this guy doesn't raise the button, we don't win. I mean, like even if, if they did raise the button, win. you shouldn't win. Like <laughs> ace four should just jam. Like what are they doing? Like there's 200 in the middle and you have the nut flush draw. Like, come on. Now, somebody, you know, somebody hasn't been messing around with poker stove and running equity calcs. That's that's all I can say about about the small blind. Um, well, really good hand to start us out. Let's see what hand number two. What's the deal with hand number two? So, second hand, um, hijack opens minimum, so twenty. Uh, fish calls twenty. John decides to call with eight nine of diamonds from the big blind. Could squeeze. You said too. in the last hand that um <clears throat> you'd probably three bet a little bit more. It sounded like maybe not that much more, like a pip or two wider than usual uh, from the big blind. This is a slightly different configuration where it's like an early position open and a fish flatting the cutoff. Yeah. Um, are you thinking about three betting a little wider in this spot too, or is there something different about this that makes you want to flat more, or do you not do what you said in the first hand? Uh, I mean, nines is just such a better hand than eight nine that i don't know i'm i'm on the fence i think also they open two big blinds so you know you're squeezing only wins five big blinds here instead of one two three four five how many one two three four it wins four and a half big blinds instead of like five and a half yeah so one big blind less um mm -hmm. than it would before but and obviously the hijack's a little bit stronger so maybe if this were like cut off button or or button small blind Button small blind, I would slam dunk three bet eight nine suited. Uh, okay. But this one, I'm more on the fence about. I'm just more indifferent. Um, so you decide to call. Uh, by the way, John has everybody covered um, about 100 big blinds deep. So there's now 65 in the middle. He has eight nine of diamonds. Flop is king eight nine rainbow. Um, I guess we'll start here. Think we just have to start out with check on a king eye board facing a an open from from MP. MP yeah. is presumably the reg, and we're gonna assume that the cutoff is the the fish. He also started with an eighty big blind stack, so much more likely to be the fish. Yeah, um I agree. I just check here with my bottom two reg starts out with a one third pot C bet and gets raised. Yeah, by the cutoff to seventy two dollars yeah um yeah. so first things first i don't think the reg is just betting ranger multi-way especially with like the the whaleish player behind us the 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 fish um yeah. so i think this one third pot seabed is actually pretty meaningful i fish could have every two pair combo uh probably pocket nines and pocket eights i 
maybe more pocket kings than the normal player because sometimes fish just randomly do things preflop like trap kings. Um, I don't think that the fish has a bluff here. Like, I don't think, I'm not sure that he does this with like six, seven or jack 10 or queen 10, like those sorts of hands. I think that's, they do it's like king, queen too. King yeah. Jack, yeah. That's, that would be queen. like a, maybe like the bottom end of their, their raising ranges is a hand. Maybe like king, ace, queen. king. Yeah. Ace, king, that doesn't three bet preflop, yeah. which wouldn't, you know, again, it's a fish. So maybe that happens. Um, if they have yeah, kings, ace, king they could got do aces this. too, right? Yeah. They could have aces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would three bet. I don't like flatting. Um, I think what you said is like really on point about the reg. Who so the the reg bet a third and then the fish raised three and a half x. Um, I, I think that like the reg's gonna have a couple categories of hands. They're gonna have a king, and then they're also gonna have like queen jack and jack ten type hands, maybe six seven as well. And so, like flatting just lets those those hands just play really, really, really well. Like I am concerned about the fish raising, but I don't want to let Jack Ten have like have the opportunity to just like realize equity or Queen Jack, right? Queen Jack of Clubs, like a hand like that. Just like they have a such a slam dunk easy call if we just flat. That mm -hmm. I think you have to three bet, um, and then sizing is like really interesting question because this is not a spot that comes at us every day. What do you? So I agree with the, I guess we'll start with the action part. I also agree with three, but that's what I decided to do. Um, one of the things that I was planning on doing was three, bet folding to a jam, especially if it came from the reg. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Or are you at all concerned that like the reg could find a jam here with aces and I don't would, think so. Would they? Yeah, I think okay. that's. I think that's crazy. Ace. So you feel good about three bet folding if the reg? I think so. In? I okay. think the more likely hand that would be three bet that that would be like four bet jamming would be like jack ten of clubs or spades or hearts mm. like just yeah, yeah, a, yeah. So some hand like that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm totally on board with with three bet folding. Uh, what sizing, if the fish jams? I don't know. Okay. Um, Say a prayer, flip a coin, spin around five times, and randomly click a button. Um, I, I don't know, honestly. Uh, probably call, but that's not that, love it. Yeah, yeah, not not love it, but probably yeah. probably just call and say whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the regs jamming range would be like relatively inelastic to size, like my three bet size here. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just picked the smallish size and was planning on hopefully losing the minimum if I do get jammed on by the reg. That yeah. that was basically the extent of my sizing thought process. Nice. So you went 180. Could have so. gone even smaller, right? Probably just could have made it like 140, 150, and that's what I was saying. I was wondering if like you should just click it. You know, it's yeah. like one 135 or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you went 185. I, I think it's fine. Like I don't, I don't. I don't really have much of an opinion on the size. I, I think like you could go too big, but I don't think this is too big. Um, so you make it 185. You have bottom two pair. The reg folds mercifully, and the fish folds. So everybody folds. Which, all things considered, I guess there could have been worse outcomes <laughs> than everybody. Folds. A little sad when you see what they had, but. 
Wow. The fish folds ace king and the reg folds king queen. Both actually reasonable folds <laughs> for the <laughs> The fish it's though, really bad though when you have eight nine and these and you just see ace king just muck it. You're like, okay, well, I guess I, I should fold if he jams. You should definitely fold if they jam. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know if bad is the right word, right? Like you're if we think about this situation in the multiverse, right? Like sometimes the fish will just get it in with ace kings. This for whatever reason they decided to fold this time, but it is what it is. I think you found the right action. It's unfortunate that they folded, but it you know the reg folding king queen. I think is just like obvious, obviously a good fold. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's a standard fold really. I don't, I don't know if good is good is probably stretching it. So. There you go. Um, yeah, I think you played both hands in the first half. Really, really good. We got one hand coming at you after the break, and maybe calling it a half is misleading. Maybe we've we've gone 66% of the way through. We got one hand left. I go three for three. Can he go three for three? Maybe today's the day. Stick around. Find out. In a world where a fish dog bets the flop, and you don't know what to do, one man, Coach Brad Wilson, has a surefire plan to neutralize flop leads and rip that dunk to shreds. Nuffle. Available now. Go to chasingpokergreatness.com slash nuffle. Rated R. All right. Welcome back. John's prime opportunity to go three for three today. Maybe his last opportunity. We never know. You know, you're getting up there in age on the decline of your career. Um, you may not ever get another chance to get three. <laughs> we might not ever have a three. I might not have <laughs> any three episodes or three hand episodes left in me. Uh, all right. So hand number three, you, you, you can break, break down the action. Whale, whale limps, not a fish. And John means that in the most derogatory term, I think. Oh, yeah. Just... <laughs> so we have an interesting spot already where, you know, the whale limps for 10. The, uh, the, the whale limps under the gun. Um, John's 100 bigs deep. The button isos the four big blinds. So $40. John's in the small blind with a shack of spades. I would still three bet, to be honest with you. I think, like, the whale is going to call the three bet cold quite often. So... I would just still three bet. Yeah. I think that would be like most of the time when I am like trying to decide, like, you know, the last two hands I asked you, I was like, Hey, would you three bet here? Would you like flat, flat? Like most of the time I'm not like seriously considering making a change. Like the nines, it's just always getting three bet. Right. I know I, I asked Brad and the eight, nine suited is just always getting called. Um, this guy was so whaley that I, I, I agree. I would, I would just three bet there too that I, I actually just, this was like one of the few times where I made the adjustment and I was like, I'm just, I need to make sure that we, the three of us get in there. <laughs> you made, made sure. Um, yeah. I, I think they would just cold call the three bet. <laughs> yeah. I agree you with you. You could push out the happen. button and that's like a, that, that's, sure, sure. that's a, and the big blind, like home run. Yeah. yeah. Home run. Yeah. All right. So you call, there's going to be one thirty in the pot flop is ace 10, nine with the nine of spades. So John has top pair. Jack kicker, backdoor, flush draw. Um, 130 in the pot. You check. 
I think that's checks through. very obvious. Turn is a pretty good one. It is the Ace of Hearts. Um, there's 130 in the pot. I'll get your opinion before I give my opinion. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I guess the first thing that I just want to address is the button deciding to check back. A um, little bit tough to know like how meaningful that is. There are, I think there's like one category of like reg that would just do a lot of checking back on this board and even check back some very strong hands like ace-king and ace-queen wouldn't, wouldn't be like completely shocked. I think the fish or the whale being in there reduces that uh, the odds of that a little bit. Um, yeah. I think it's just it's a little bit more likely that with this you know with this limp calling station in there that this guy just tries to get three streets with ace king or ace queen or maybe even a slightly worse ace than that. So I think there is a little bit bit of like extra removal given the the context of the situation here to like some of their good checkbacks. That being said. It's possible that they just don't even care about that kind of stuff and they're just playing a strat and they, their strat is to check back one pair of hands multi-way. And so that that's like those are like kind of things that I'm thinking about. Um I think the that being said, that the the button could still be checking back hands that are like very, very strong that um will, you know, be happy to play for lots of money um versus my like top trip. So I just decided to start value betting here, targeting, you know, bluff catchers from either the fish or the or the button. Um I, I think would, I just pot it. You potted it. I was gonna say like typical multi-way theory is like half potish, but I would overbet honestly. I think yeah, I was yeah. just one fifty. Like just if the whale has a flush draw, they're calling. If they have a straight draw, they're calling. If they have an ace, they're definitely calling. So like let's just a ten. They're calling. Like yeah. Let, let's just like put as much money as we can in a middle. Sure. Um. So yeah, I like your decision to to size up. I, I would have gone even greedier than this mm-hmm. and just gone like you know one one ninety or something. Um, you the whale folds, which is bad news. The red calls, which is I don't know what news that is. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling questionable. I don't know how I'm feeling. Okay, like we went from feeling great to like, mm, you know, we're yeah. not we're not feeling bad yet. Like I wouldn't say that, but not terrible. But I'm not on top of the Crazy. world. Like right. if. If the whale called and the button folded, I would feel like a freaking champion warrior. But now I feel like, hmm, am I getting fucked here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so there is a queen, which completes king jack of hearts. Yeah, completes king jack of hearts. I don't think queens call the turn. Like it. Fuck your queens. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that would. I. I feel it quite bad here, to be honest, John. I, I'm like, uh, like we beat Ace Five. I think this guy would ISO every aces. suited Ace Six. Yeah, we, we beat all. Or the maybe not even aces. the suited one. You know, like I don't know how far down he goes with like the, the offsuits, but like this. Can is, they call all in with those? Like the kicker doesn't even play. Yeah. With like Ace Deuce, right? Like, yeah. They, at best, they they can like hope for a chop when we have we do have like. Ace ten and ace nine, like maybe, but we, we probably have ace ten off in, fully in range because of the whale dynamic preflop. So I don't know. I I think like my, I think it's like I would about seventy percent in folded jam. I think is the is the way I would go. Um, I think seventy gets called by an ace, and I think their jam is significantly under bluff. So I can't. I can't imagine them jamming. 
couple of okay. It's hard for them to have jams, right? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, that's that, like, I mean, just like if you got jammed on, right, and you call and you lost, like, kind of like what, what, what would like not surprise you? Ace Queen. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That's probably the one hand. That, that's like the one that yeah. would not surprise me at all that they check back Ace Queen and they river a boat. So that was my thought. And then I saw the Queen on the river and I was like, oh, that's great. There's less Ace Queen now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there is. Uh, so what, what, option did you take? I did not bet seven. Yeah, I got really happy about there mm. being less ace queen on the river and I decided to target all the ace-sex bluff catchers that are where their kickers don't play. Yeah. So you you got Ultron greedy here and, and went for the jam. <laughs> I... You know what this would be really good with? I'm just like thinking of like bluffs. Like queen jack of hearts, I think. I think this would be really good with Queen Jack of Hearts. And one thing that makes me dislike your jam with this hand is that I think this would be really good with Queen Jack of Hearts. Because <laughs> I, I think like you could fold out like trips. Um, oh, like yeah, Ace-5, yeah, yeah. Ace-4, Ace-3, Ace-Deuce, and Queen yeah. Jack of Hearts would block Ace-Queen. Yep. So, and King Jack of Hearts, which is... And King Jack of Hearts, too, which is yeah. totally in their range. Yeah. So... The King Queen of Hearts, the Queen Jack of Hearts, those would be right. cool hands to do this with. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think this is just a little too thin. No, I just think it's too thin. Plus, when you bet 70%, like you don't give yourself an out in case of disaster, like the King Jack or the Ace Queen. Yeah, but also they don't want as much when they bluff catch with Ace 8. That's true. And if they fold Ace 8, you definitely don't win as much money. You know? What do you have here? Like, well, like, like really, like your range. You don't have bluffs, right? Like, what bluff do you have? I guess King Queen and Queen Jack of Hearts would be your seven, only eight, two available. Seven eight suited. Yeah, seven eight suited. I don't like, I, like my range is going to be like totally warped preflop because of the. Sure. You know, like I'm going to have way more. Like I have, I have Ace Jack suited here. Like I'm not supposed to. Yeah, that's true. That means you have Ace Ten and Ace Nine and maybe Ace Queen too. Like it's not. Yep. You have ace-jack suited, so you may have ace-queen off, right? Like, those hands yep. are not totally different from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think you're going to generate folds from ace-x, and I think that's that's problematic with jamming here. So Plus, you don't give yourself an out if they do jam. And I think, like, putting yourself <laughs> in position in that scenario where they do jam that you can fold is, like, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that line now that now that I see it. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'd like to think that I thought of that in game. I can't remember exactly, and then I that was just overridden by like you know sometimes they might call it ace five, so we just yeah. have to. So you're just gonna see it in. Yeah. The good news is we didn't generate folds uh, from ace x. The bad news is it's because you didn't have ace x. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had the ace queen. So ace ace ten nine queen. So well done, you. We jammed 2x on the river, <clears throat> right smack into the stone cold nuts. So two out of three. Don't know if you're ever going to see this opportunity again. <laughs> how does it make you feel to let this one slip through your grasp? <sighs> I mean, one thing that makes me feel a little bit better is that had I threw that, I think the same, we probably just end up here anyways. Maybe we end up here sooner. I don't know. You know how in award shows, 
they always ask the person like who they thank. Uh, so I'll ask you, like, who do you blame for this? <laughs> who do you blame for, for getting stacked here? The whale? <laughs> Why did Poor you make whale. me bet so big on the turn, dude? <laughs> thought didn't have to be this large if it wasn't for you. I'd like to blame the whale, my parents, for instilling this notion of greed in me, capitalism. <laughs> Uh, so many things to blame. All right. I, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's like the most obscene thing I've ever seen, but I do think 70 is superior personally. No, um, 70 fold. 70 fold. Yeah. Seems, seems quite good. Uh, try to do better next time. I mean, when you bet pot three ways with the whale, that's so... <laughs> That makes yeah, this guy's probably scared with Ace Queen, right? He's like, damn, yeah. I'm just I'm gonna call pot and I'm gonna call the river and I'm not it's gonna suck. Yeah, like he's he's scared, right? Like it's it's pretty transparent what you're doing. You you made yourself transparent because you didn't give a shit about what the whale thought, and then like the brag on the button who's can obvi- obviously knows, like, oh my god, like this dude is like pumping the pot. And if I don't uh, hit a queen on the river, this is gonna be <laughs> He's gonna feel real bad, real yeah. bad. Um, all right. Well, good try. Sorry about your loss, and I guess you'll you'll try to do better next time. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter, join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.